And now, podcasting from a two-person hot tub, high atop the Butterfield Park water tower, it's the E-Town Lowdown, created by Robbie and Rick. And now, your handsome hosts, PK, Rick, and their highly paid intern, Malort. Welcome to another special edition of the E-Town Lowdown COVID-19 pandemic. Today is Monday, June 14th, 2021, and I have my good friend Pamela Dunley, the president and CEO of Elmhurst Memorial Hospital with me. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. This is... It's a beautiful day. I'm looking outside and the sky is blue and it's not too hot like it was over the weekend. So I'm very happy. Well, normally I say that I have you on the line, but we're actually in person today, aren't we? We are. It's nice to see your face. It's nice to see your face too. It's a special occasion. And in addition to being in person, we have our good friend PK, Paul Cook with us. How are you, Paul? Great. Glad to be here. Glad to get back to normal. So Paul has just insisted on doing the interview today, Pam. I hope that's okay with you. <laughs> I love having been double teamed. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Paul, why don't you take it from here? We have to start by congratulating you for being a, a new grandmother again. I am. I had my sixth grandchild, but number one for my third daughter. And so I'm very excited. It's wonderful to see this nine-pound, three-ounce baby boy. Nice. That's, uh, that's great. Congratulations. It's lots of fun. New life and new at new times. That's yes. right. So um, we should probably start with some updates. Do you have some updates for us on how things are going? Absolutely, and and it's very exciting. So as we continue every week, I look to see if things are changing, and they're changing for the better. Right now, last week we had, or two weeks ago, we had nine positive patients, one on a ventilator, and one awaiting results. And today we have five positive patients, zero on ventilators, with three patients awaiting results. Uh, deaths went from 186 to 187, so only one death in two weeks, which is great. And for DuPage County, we went from 91,860 positive patients to 92,309 positive patients, and deaths went from 1,389 to 1,403. The state went from 1,390,000 positive patients to 1,390,280 positive patients. And then deaths went from 25,223 to 25,481. And for our good news, our discharges actually stayed the same. So we didn't have anybody discharged. It was 1,820 before and 1,820 right now. So it's our volume of people coming in and out is going down, which I think is great because before you would see a lot of people discharged. That meant a lot of people were being hospitalized. And with it being none over the week, that means that we are not seeing a lot of patients. Yeah, that's great. There's lots of good news there. Hey, if somebody uh, did contract COVID and uh, now they are um, donating convalescent plasma, are they, are they still able to donate plasma if they get vaccinated? Well, it depends. So um, if they if they received any type of antibody treatment or plasma from being COVID, they um, are required 90 days to wait before they can donate the plasma. But the vaccination doesn't have anything to do with it. It really is, did they have COVID? And making sure 90 days post-COVID and post any antibody or plasma treatment. Gotcha. Gotcha. And if they already, if somebody already had COVID and is not vaccinated, are they as protected from COVID as somebody who's been vaccinated? 
So no, the CDC recommends receiving a COVID vaccine in addition to if you had a COVID infection. The reason why, it's still unknown how long your immunity will last after you had a natural COVID infection. The COVID vaccine provides additional protection, increased antibodies, and we're still learning through the investigational studies how long the COVID vaccine immunity is going to last. We don't know that yet, but it seems to be at least six months out, you're still protected. Yeah, I, I thought maybe that was the case, but so if somebody, um, uh, actually, let, let me tr backtrack a little bit. If Are there any good websites uh, with information and research that help to help educate people who are currently choosing to not get vaccinated? Yes, what we use and what everybody else can use is the CDC website. So you just need to go to www.cdc.gov, then forward slash coronavirus, and then you will start getting a lot of information. So there, it goes on and you can get, get a lot of information that is out there, as well as we have a lot of information on our website, which is EE Health website, which is www.eehealth.org forward slash coronavirus. And you can get anything you want to know there as well. So do you have any basic suggestions for convincing people to get vaccinated? Uh <laughs> Dr. Sullivan actually had this great analogy that he gave to our employees in our town hall, which I thought was pretty interesting. And I'll get it wrong, but it's something to the effect that if you had a choice of two different types of um, of uh, if you're going skydiving and two different packs to use to dive out of a plane, and one you knew that uh, the the risk of you if it malfunctioning was one in a hundred versus the other one, which is one in a million, which one would you want to use? <laughs> no and brainer. so the fact right. is, I probably would use the one in a million. Somebody else may choose the one in a hundred, but that's the choice of not getting vaccinated. You have much more of a chance of getting the disease and it being serious. Well, and we all know that there are some really potentially very serious side effects from the disease. We know that. And uh, I'm, I'm surprised that folks worry about things that they haven't even seen happen as it relates to the, to the vaccine when, they, when they've seen their friends get sick, and some of which have been kind of had foggy brain for a while, right, PK? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it, it stuck with me for a couple of months. And, uh, you know, I, I got back to work after my two plus weeks of staying home. But then uh, when I was back at work, I would have to read things two or three times just to understand them and make sense out of them. So it was kind of creepy. But yeah. Well, we're seeing a lot of that and yeah. a lot of people months and months later and a lot of neurological issues. There is um, some thought that if you get vaccinated after you've had long hauler that you might your symptoms might get uh, alleviated. So there's been some research out there about that. So a vaccine can help in other ways as well. Fortunately, my extra symptoms faded away. But so you're uh, lucky. It was a little creepy for a while there, I have to say. Um, do you think the hospital mask protocol will, will revert back to the pre-pandemic policies in the near future? So we're very hopeful it will. We have to wait for IDPH and the CDC guidelines. I know that we are in constant communication with IDPH and with um, IHA to try to promote that we get back to what's normal and get rid of masks, but we want to make sure that we're safe for our patients. So as long as that's the recommendation, we'll keep doing it. Sure. 
It'd be nice to see people smile, so won't it? It would be nice to see their entire face. Sometimes yeah. I can't recognize them with the mask on, right, so right. I need their face. Had that problem too. Um, so does the medical community believe that cr- the coronavirus may be eradicated like the polio virus, or will we likely need to deal with it like we do influenza for many years to come? So the verdict's still out on that, but there are many that believe that we will have to deal with it like influenza and that it's going to be a seasonal type of thing like the flu and that we'll be needing more vaccines every year, booster shots or regular vaccines every year. We're hoping that's not true, but at this point, that's that's the majority of people think that. Right. Still to be determined, as is so much of this stuff going on these days. Anyway, how about the uh, update on the percentage of hospital staff who have been vaccinated? So we have a lot of staff that are stubborn, so we're still at 72%. We were hoping that once we got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, that it, because it's only one dose, that it would be, people would do it quicker. But um, it doesn't seem to be that they have done that yet. So maybe still thinking about it. So the total number of vaccines that we've given are for individuals. We have given 56,536 one dose, and then for fully vaccinated individuals, 54,448. And for our total number of employees that have been vaccinated um, is 8,691. You mentioned the Johnson & Johnson, and I know the last time we spoke, you said that was available now at the Lombard Walk-In Clinic without an appointment. Um, and jumping ahead a little, I'm, you know, want to know if that's still available. But my question is, has that been very popular? Uh, obviously not among staff, but in the community, is it Johnson & Johnson been popular? Uh, I think because of all of the news around the, um, the number of patients who got sick, which was very minor compared to the right. number that got the vaccine, it scared people. So really, we have not had a large amount of people walk in. We've only had a total of 19 that have been given, which means that demand is still very low. But we have plenty of the vaccines. It is, you can just walk in, and I would highly recommend it. Um, so what do you know about the current and short-term vaccine supplies for EE Health? We have no issues at this point. Well, that's a good answer. Nice and simple. Um, so is this pandemic the biggest challenge you've ever faced as hospital CEO? So I think most people would say, yes, this pandemic is the biggest challenge. For me personally, my biggest challenge was trying to move 100 patients from one side of town to another while we were moving into this new hospital and making sure they got here safely and building this hospital in a way that could be um, provide care in the way, in an excellent future thinking care and training everybody. So I think that whole, that took uh, over, oh, I think it was like a three or four year journey for us before we actually moved into the hospital and then moving everybody safely. So that's my own personal biggest thing, but I think the pandemic is a very close second. This will definitely be one for the history books. It will definitely be one. Yeah. Uh, how about a little update on, a, on previously asked questions from the past? Um, Knowing that healthcare workers have been under a huge amount of stress during the pandemic, what programs or practices have you or have helped them uh, cope with us the last 15 months? So most organizations have recognized that there's been a toll on all the healthcare workers and, and managing life during the pandemic 
It's been very difficult because it wasn't just work, it was at home as well. So at EEH, we had um, we provided a healing team for all of our staff during the pandemic, and we have continued it. It was across the system, and the healing team is available on the floors at the moment the staff need their help, and um, and just to de-stress or talk about what their stressors are, um, or just do a little bit of self-care. Um, there was counseling, there was um, a lot of rounding by leadership, a lot of rounding by uh, the healing team. We we also had food available for f- families to take home, for the staff to take home to their families so they didn't have to go to the grocery store. We did things to help make it easier on people. We um, taught them st- uh, stress management techniques. You know, we worried about their mental health, and a lot of people were having panic attacks and anxiety and depression, and so we... we help them understand that was normal and natural and how, how they could alleviate that so that they could continue on with their job. My biggest worry now is that we're not going to keep employees going forward because a lot of people, and I read today actually, that 40% of the workforce is looking to do something different, not just healthcare, but healthcare. These people went through a really difficult time. Right. And so we need all of our healthcare workers and we've got to figure out what can we do to help them uh, recommit and feel good about their jobs and want to stay within healthcare. And, you know, we already had a lot of nurses and other healthcare workers that were nearing retirement, but were staying around. And I think this is one of those things that are going to have them reevaluate whether they want to retire or not. And, you know, and I, I understand if they choose to retire, I'll be 100% supportive, but I'm hoping that all of them leave because we really need them all. I think, I think, uh, some people, uh, got inspired by it. Um, you know, worn out, true, of course, but lots of inspiri- ins- inspiring stories out there, too. Although I've also noticed that um, in my own life, it seems like some people are having trouble transitioning uh, back to normalcy. Um, you know, they've been locked up in their house for 15 months, and now they're out dealing with the public, and it's not as easy as they remember, or they're, you know, just kind of challenged by that. Have you noticed that at all? I think people are just rethinking their lives. You know, it's like, they, first of all, do I wear a mask? Do I not wear a mask when I walk in a place? Right. Some people are like, I feel naked without my mask. And um, I think the other part is, you know, just do, what do I trust out there anymore? You know, is it safe to go into a crowded facility? Do I know that everybody in here was really vaccinated or not vaccinated? Right. What kind of risk am I doing to my family members? But I think the other part is rethinking your life. You got used to something different. You got used to maybe spending more time with family and maybe you didn't before. So evaluating what's important. I think that's what everybody's going through. Yeah, helping us uh, figure out the, the right balance in life. So PK, do you travel with your vaccine card? I have it on my phone, a picture of it on my phone. Um, but I don't have it in my wallet. Yeah. Do you? Oh, you yes. were... You were traveling uh, out of out of town this weekend. Keep yeah. with me. It's always in my car. Or... Has anybody ever asked you for it? No. Yeah, same here. But but at least you know you have it, so somebody does ask. But talking about getting out lately, there's some fun stuff going on here. The, uh, one of the old programs is coming back in a new way. Uh, the, the Chef Fest is uh, upon us, right? Yes, we're calling it Summer Chef Fest. And this is it's been going on for a week. This is week two of the Summer Chef Fest. So it's a summer edition. And we're asking everybody to support their seven local restaurants that have partnered with us in a eat and earn way. So you go to the restaurant and you um, whatever you 
eat, then it gets contributed. Some of that comes to the hospital, as well as I think there's some prizes that people can win in this. Um, so we thank the restaurants that are involved. If you go on our line, the eehealth.org forward slash chef dash vest, you will see who the participating restaurants are and um, we're hoping everybody enjoys it. So get out there, get some food. You can do carry out. You can have delivery. You can dine in. You you have lots of options. It's not just sitting in the restaurant, but anything you want from those seven restaurants. And thank you to those restaurants. Yes, thank you. And fun, fun to be had. That's nice. Nice to hear. Anything else you want to say there, oh, Rick? You're doing a great job, PK. <laughs> I could it's never, nice to have both you boys here. I could never fill your shoes. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. We appreciate it. Always. It was great to see both of you, and I, I enjoy your face. So have a great day. You too. Thanks, fam. The E-Town Lowdown brought to you by the wonderful folks at the Elmhurst Armpit Orchestra featuring the biggest bass drum in the world at nine feet in diameter. Yes, you heard that right. Nine feet in diameter. This has been a special presentation of the E-Town Lowdown.